0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we hit the midweek point ahead of the final pre-split fixtures Michael Beale says Rangers need four or five players to catch Celtic As Ryan Kent's linked with Burnley Aberdeen and the PFA both hit out as Graeme Shinney not only loses his appeal But gets an extra game suspension And Stephen McLean says he wanted Callum Davidson's blessing Before taking over St Johnston on interim charge I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me is Jim Duffy and Simon Donnelly and Jim, it was the business end of the season a few weeks ago. It's getting to the serious stuff. Yeah, I mean, at both ends of the table for a lot of the divisions, obviously, I have to <laughs> congratulate them firmly. One in Division One, mm-hmm. um, that's the first title um, sorted out. Um, Celtic have all but wrapped up uh, the Premier uh, League title, but a massive um, competition going on in the Championship. And obviously, Division Two still seems sorted out, although we're still enjoying with Dumbarton last night. That almost it's again almost well. ra- uh, wraps it up. Um, but but uh, in the relegation battle, uh, still an awful lot to play for in all the divisions. Absolutely, Simon. It's getting serious. Things to be won and lost between now and the end of the season. We've got disciplinary complaints. People are already planning for next season. It's a busy old time. Yeah, but it's exciting. This is the, the, the bit that they all work for. You know, to go and try and win championships. Teams avoiding relegation. Did you see you've only got two games left? No, we've got th- three. three. We've got three games. So, yeah. you know, they're coming round thick so, and fast mm. uh, and, you know, a, a big semi-final round the corner as well. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Two big semi-finals. 01419511025. That is the number you need, so come on down. Whatever is on your mind, this is the time and the place to share it. Uh, Michael Beale's made some comments today that Rangers are four or five new signings away from challenging Celtic. Rangers fans what do you think is that the type of number you had in mind would that do it Celtic fans I'm sure you'll have other ideas as well so you can share them what areas are we talking there seems to be a at least a bit of strength in the rumour at this point or the, the stories if you like uh, that Burnley could be interested in Ryan Kent Rangers fans is it time is it definitely time or would you like to see everything done to try and keep that player and extend his contract beyond the end of the season and this is not only to Aberdeen fans because I feel like everyone has got an opinion on this everybody was arguing about Graham Shinney's challenge on Friday night firstly you've got should he have been sent off or not then should he have won his appeal or not and now not only did he lose his appeal he's had an extra game added on for the simple fact that Aberdeen saw fit to appeal in the first place so Aberdeen fans particularly but I think everyone else out there I think lots of you uh, will have an opinion on that because we'll have nothing more than a good old disciplinary debate on here don't we so if any of those topics tickle your fancy please give us a call and if you'd rather move on to something that I've completely overlooked you know the number 0141 951 1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB there's lots happening, Jim. Lots on the go. Yeah, I mean, listen, the the, the, the Shinny one's an interesting one because, you know, I think, you know, the way the game's played and with the, uh, with the rules that we have uh, currently, I think it is a red card. Um, you know, I, unfortunately, I, I don't think there was any chance of winning the appeal. The, the the issue comes with adding an extra game. That is a strange one. It's quite rare that um, that happens. I know it's within the rules and I know that, you know, when you're given the, the opportunity to appeal they already know that is a possibility 
but you kind of wonder, you know, you're basically saying um, to Aberdeen, we thought this was a frivolous uh, and, and a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a, a a chance for you to try and get him to be available for a game when you knew full well that uh, you were never going to win the appeal I don't think that's the case I think it would be much easier and much simpler just for the, the SFA just to uphold uh, the original judgement and say no listen the three match ban stands uh, and the appeal uh, is, 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 is been, he's been, hasn't been successful but I do think it was a red card and I don't think there was any chance of the appeal mm. being, being uh, overturned well, Maybe there's one for you to get involved in if you fancy it I think lots of you will have differing opinions on it So 01419511025 Particularly Aberdeen fans But everyone else Because we're all involved in the same disciplinary uh, system uh, And again I think those comments this morning From Michael Beale, Simon That might get a few people thinking, debating How many players are Rangers away It's always fascinated me that you could even Begin to put any number on, on <coughs> these, these types of uh, scenarios Listen as it will be news you know the fact that he said that I read a comment saying you know are Celtic going to stand still yeah. you know you'd think that they would be looking to strengthen as all good teams do uh, because they're going to have another Champions League campaign so it's hard to gauge uh, I still think Celtic are too strong for Rangers at the, at the time being so they always have to look to improve I mean, it's early I don't think we, we don't tend to go all in on the weekend yeah. preview on a Wednesday but my goodness Jim for all the faults that it's got and you've been there many times the split can be magnificent on yeah. days like this it really yeah. comes into its own doesn't it well you know for your team um, last season you know was yep. it the dying seconds um, you know that, 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 that Ricky Alami I think managed to get the, the goal and, and, and put Motherwell through and, and Livingston out so yeah I mean listen it's, it's big for the clubs people uh, I think underestimate sometimes what it means I think if if you're a, if you're a, um, a supporter of, of the two main clubs Celtic and Rangers you, you know you, you know that, that that's a gimme it's, a, it's about fighting out for titles or trophies or whatever happens to be but the other clubs I mean we've seen um, you know the challenges that um, you know that the, have come across uh, the other clubs by the managers that have lost their jobs because they have to be in the top six you know they have to be challenging because the revenue the, the, the TV and games the spotlight that they're on all of those things can make a huge difference to them. not just um, for the moment but for going forward God in terms of their budgets for next season their planning you're talking about Michael Beale talking about four or five players but I like to have yeah. Aberdeen now mm-hmm. you possibly sit Merlin or Livingston or whoever it happens to be these clubs can all then put their plans in place knowing that there's a much stronger budget available to these managers if they get in the top six and for those at the very top in Glasgow who know that where they're going to be Simon it also means you need to wait to the weekend to find out what the rest of your fixtures are going to look like as well when will the last league meeting at Ibrox be and all those types yeah. of things lots of questions to be answered this week yeah there is but it's exciting I'm looking at the table you know there isn't a lot between that bottom four you know and Callum's obviously lost his job on the back of St Johnson's bad form uh, Dundee United have had a hell of a week you know picking up six points mm. uh, and I watched the highlights of that game I think Muddle possibly scratching their heads why they didn't come away with something there you know Van Veen had a, a goal chopped off for I think it was his toe been offside and then he had a great save and that was all at 1-0 so Dundee United came back get a fantastic six points out of six and all of a sudden then you look at Kilmarnock he had a terrible start against Celtic 
So it's hard to predict who's going to go mm. down. Uh, right, 01419511025. Let's kick off with this Graham Shinney business, right? I know it's Aberdeen, which a lot of our fans may be based in Glasgow in the West listening, but everybody loves a good old argument about a red card and an appeal and VAR, don't they? So let's have a look at that situation. I'll, I'll bring you up to speed in case you missed it. Uh, so basically, Aberdeen last night issued a furious response uh, to the decision to ban Graham Shinney for four matches. Uh, they were not happy whatsoever You'll remember he was sent off after a VAR check At Ross County on Friday So a two game ban for serious foul play He misses a third game Because he'd been sent off Just the, the game previous And then maybe the most controversial bit The disciplinary panel added an extra game Because it was considered to have been a frivolous <laughs> appeal Or have no chance of success So they issued a you know, big statement Saying that they had carefully considered it Watched the footage Listened to pundits and Various things They reviewed similar tackles They say In the Scottish Premiership um, And decided that It had to Basically the appeal Had to go in And um, Basically calling for An urgent review They want a new panel To look at this They don't want to let this lie And then this afternoon They've been backed up By PFA Scotland Our colleague of course Fraser Fraser Wishart On behalf uh, of PFA Scotland um, basically hitting out how unfair it is wanting basically every player to have the right of appeal whether it's going to win or not the right of appeal they think it goes against fairness and natural justice they say that some of their members have lost faith in the system and ask why bother a- appealing uh, and that the crux of that statement is not whether they th- you think it's a red or not it's why do you have to add an extra game on for someone who thinks they've got a genuine chance uh, of appeal let's bring in Steve who's a big Aberdeen fan uh, Steve I'd imagine you're pretty annoyed at this stuff sum it all up for us well, where do you want me to start um, first of all I personally don't think it was a red card um, I'm sure your colleagues there will agree they've played the game you can't, when you kick a ball or going for a tackle, withdraw your foot. You're you're going to follow through no matter what. And Shinny did try to pull out of that. And a still picture that these referees are looking at is always going to be worse than when you look at it at full speed. You, you, the still pictures that the papers and all that have shown, they've also shown uh, Baldwin from Ross County. Yep. They've shown his studs going into Shinny's knee. So... His studs are up there, so it's technically you could say he should be getting a red card as well. It, you don't want players sent uh, sent off for tackles like that. It's a contact sport. Fans are paying their money to see the players on the pitch, not sitting in the stands. And the reaction from the panel with the SFA, I can understand people losing faith in them. The fans have lost faith in them far the referee and officials, the whole lot. There's something needs to be done from the very top down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steve's bang on. There's so many layers to this. Firstly, mm-hmm. is it a red card? It's like the obvious place to start. Secondly, though, you've then got, okay, once it's a red, once it is a red, are you going to win an appeal? Because that's a different bar. And then thirdly, should you be getting an extra game punishment because, because <clears> you appealed? I think you have to go back, right? I don't know if we need to have the same argument as we had on Friday and Saturday, but let's start there. Is it a red in the first not place? For, not for me, but you're going to tell me the rules say different. You don't have to put words in my mouth. You I, can agree, just, I agree with Steve. I watched the game. It, it wasn't a great spectacle as a game, but I, I find it harsh. I do. I don't know mm. where you go with your, your foot in it. By the way, 
people of different opinions. I spoke to a couple of guys, defenders, funnily enough, during the week that think that he did try to, to do the uh, Ross County player. I don't know where you put your foot. I don't know where you put your foot when you you go through that in a tackle. Back mm-hmm. in the day, it certainly wasn't, but as it said at the beginning, you're going to tell me that that's in the rules. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I must well, I'm not, I, I, I'm not necessarily, but yeah. that would be important. If yeah. I was going to, it would be quite an important yeah. fact. Yeah, you, you see where I'm coming from, and I can sure. see where Steve's yeah. coming. Well, Jim. I mean, I disagree uh, with Simon. I think it is a red card. Um, As from, a man who is no shrinking violet exactly, either. Exactly, but it's not my era. This is this is the day, today's game. And in today's game, it's, it's excessive force. It's endangering an opponent. It covers everything you need to do uh, from a red. I, listen, with Simon... You know, you can't then just put the brakes on when you when you go in for a tackle, I understand that. But we have to change the way we tackle. That's the that's the aspect of modern football. You have to change things. There's, there's a number of things. What I do agree with Steve is I think that we have to have a look at, you know, how we set the rules out uh, for a number of, you know, um, situations, whether it be handball, whether it be tackling, etc. But as is the rule stand at this moment in time, <clears throat> uh, the way the game is played just now, I think it's a, a definite red card and I don't think there was mm. any chance of the appeal being overturned. Like I, I said, look, I know it does form part of it, but there's no point in us keeping arguing about whether it was a red card because that, in, in essence, yeah. that is last week's debate. The, the, the current bit of it, Steve, is this decision to add on an extra game. Is that the bit that, that stings the most? Well, yeah, because obviously he's... We're going to be in the top six. We're, he's going to be missing for important games. We're, we're five points clear in third. And it, it wasn't just that. It was the the wording from the, the SFA mm-hmm. with the frivolous and appeal. It, you've got to give players, teams, and that respect. They've got to remember, these fans are paying money. Graham Shiri, whether you agree or not, it's a red card. We also obviously thought he had a good chance of an appeal, of winning it. So that's not a frivolous appeal in that aspect. But to treat teams and fellow professionals with a contempt like that, the SFA are out of date and out of touch with the real world and real fans, in my opinion, we're coming away with statements like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Aberdeen's point, to, to paraphrase it, and I'm always a bit nervous, I've seen this creeping in a bit where clubs are sort of referencing what pundits have said. My advice, <laughs> as somebody who spends a lot of their time with football pundits, my advice would be ignore, ignore it if you can. Yeah. Um, but, like, on a more serious note, I think Aberdeen's point would be, Simon, if we boiled it down to this room, you don't think it's a red... Jim does uh, Steve's angry about it yeah. I saw Dermot Gallagher on the telly the other day saying oh no they'll, they'll, they'll lose that appeal they'll lose their deposit other former pros so I think that was Aberdeen's point is not so much that you're right or Jim's right or Dermot Gallagher's right but if there's even that level of discussion how can it be a frivolous appeal well, I, my go. my sort of understanding of the situation is that had Aberdeen had Graham Shinney lost his appeal last night Aberdeen wouldn't have been happy yeah but you wouldn't have seen that type of statement and you wouldn't have seen stuff from the PFA today. The bit that's pushed it over the line for many people is it's such a ludicrous appeal that you have to add on an extra game. What What's the point ultimately? Yeah. No, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's way too harsh. Yeah. And who decides if it's frivolous? Who, who's made that? Not a judicial panel. Of, you know, they've decided. Yeah. Uh, I think Aberdeen were within their rights and the rules. Are, I just think it's all round harsh. I think... Yeah. Uh, to add an extra game on to 
Mm. You know, you already got the punishment yeah, of the red I, card. I, I agree totally with Simon there. I, I think that, as, as you said, Gordon, you know, you could have a different group of people within that p- particular appeals panel this time round, and they might have thought because, as you said, there's two there's two ex pros in here, and we both have different different opinions on it. So, you know, any any kind of group of people and you could, tackled and I never tackled yeah, exactly, <laughs> but <laughs> and not seeing it the opposite way. Yeah, but you could you could have a different group of people yeah. in that particular mm. day, yeah. and they might have thought, listen, we still think it's a red card, but we don't. You know, we, we can understand yeah. where you're coming from. So, yeah, to me, I think that's the side that is harsh. Uh, and I think Aberdeen are within the rights. Uh, I think I, I do think that, you know, that, that we have to be a wee bit careful. We just, just say, well, you can just appeal all the time because, listen, clubs will use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's not pretend that sure. doesn't happen. If you've got a hugely important game yeah. where a very, very important integral player coming up and you can think, well, wait a minute, we can play, mm-hmm. we'll appeal because we'll get him playing this game and then we'll miss the next few games. Then that will happen on occasion. So is, you is can't that, just is that say what's, on you go. Is that what's harsh in Aberdeen though? Because yeah. obviously that isn't the case. You know, Aberdeen yeah. they've not gained anything by no. trying to appeal Graham Shinney. And if the decision didn't go their way uh, as normal last night, they're still without him for three games. Yeah. He's the captain. He's influential. Mm. Big games coming up, and they, they probably would have taken that on the chin. It's mm. almost like mm. why why this one? Yeah. You know, I think Ryan Porteous did get a game added on. Um, was that last season? Yeah. But I, again, I think maybe the scheduling of games can can come into the thinking. I suppose what what I'm asking is what does it what does it genuinely achieve? Do you think it yeah. really does deter clubs? Because clubs will still feel they've got the right to appeal yeah. and they'll do it. No, anyway, no won't I think they? it just antagonises clubs and supporters, like Steve just said. Yeah. You know, the supporters are just getting antagonised and then they lose <clears throat> faith in the system and and the the you know the governing mm. bodies and things like that and the and the, the SFA. So I think it is it was unnecessary. I think to do that. I think that's the simplest way of doing it. I think they should have just have said, listen, your appeals failed. Mm-hmm. Three match ba- match uh, ban stands, and and then just as you as you say, then probably Aberdeen would have just gritted their teeth and gone with it. Yeah, I mean, Steve, the club publicly asking the Scottish FA to urgently review the appeal with a new panel. I'm sure you would want that with the with your red tinted glasses on, which is fine. I wouldn't even necessarily disagree. But is there a danger that opens a bit of a, a can of worms as well? I, I don't I don't know the 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 rules on that, but. I would I would love to at least uh, I'm happy they've done that because they feel they've been harshly dealt. Um, but will they get it? Who knows with the with the with the SFA and the, the appeals procedure? Um, it, it seems to be a very closed shop. Nobody seems to know who sits on them or anything. Um, so I, I would like to I would like to think they would look at it again. And 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 see is because you, as you guys have been saying, you guys can't decide. It was the same on Friday. Uh, uh, James McFadden didn't think it was a red, but Chris Boyd did. Mm-hmm. But he was probably hoping not so that Shinny was missing for Sunday. <laughs> ah, see, that's the only thing this is missing is some good conspiracy <laughs> theories. That, that's a, that's a fair point. Um, in terms of you know, should this get looked at again, Jim? If we're going to apply the logic I just sort of laid out there of you know why why are you deciding now Scottish FA why why this one is is one of the ones that you give the extra 
extra game to would you have to apply that logic to, to Aberdeen's case and say well you know if, if you're going to review this one again yeah. what what level of unhappiness do you have to reach in the, in the Scottish yeah, I, public to, to get that yeah I know so you can't go and uh, choose the, the, you know the, the panel that, but just, just to suit your needs if, you, if you're not happy with it unfortunately this this is the, the system and what they need to do is change this at the start of the season and, and have the rules in place but I don't think you can say well we don't like the decision by that panel so we then want a different panel reviewing it because then if, the, if that panel agree, <laughs> agrees with it then you think well we don't like that panel as well where, <laughs> where do you stop where do you stop with one another until such times as they agree with you so no I, I think it's, listen it's become a bit of a mess when it shouldn't have had and I think that the SFA could have made it a lot simpler but from Aberdeen's point of view now you know I think that um, they, they've Sadly, I think they're going to just have to, you know, deal with it and go on with it. And, and uh, unfortunately, listen, they've done not too bad under Barry Robson without um, Shinny being involved in a few of the games. Was that the one first? They've, they've been they've, they've yeah. in terrific form. So I think if anything else, uh, listen, before Barry Robson came in, they were on a bit of a uh, a downer, and and I think anything like that can impact even more. But the fact is that they're, they're playing mm. with confidence. They're playing. So I, I think at this moment in time. It's not as big an impact as it could have been. Thank you very much to Steve, who was on the line there. Steve's also in the Don Supporters Trust, so very passionate about this issue. Uh, what do you think out there? Are you agreeing or disagreeing with what you've heard? Let us know. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Jim Duffy are here at 01419511025. We kicked off with a bit of a debate about Graham Shinney's, I was going to say red card, but it's a bit more than that. It's about the appeal, the failed appeal, the extra game that's been added on to the suspension. Feels like everyone, no matter what team you support, seems to be getting involved in this mojo. Is on Twitter, I think it is a red, but it's not frivolous. Doubling it's a shocker. Um, it's not even a tackle. He takes the ball like a block, catches a player. It is a red. Can see the reason. For appeal doubling It's brutal uh, What else have we got Gary says I don't understand It's a clear red The appeal is embarrassing And Liam says It's as clear a red As you'll see Followed through Right onto the boy shin He could have broken his leg Then a wee Three word uh, Three letter abbreviation Some sweary words But there we are So a uh, <laughs> bit of a mixed Bit of a mixed bag On there um, Let's bring in Brian So Brian's not an Aberdeen fan So it'll be interesting to see From, from outside that Brian what do you think? Yeah, uh, I tried to phone in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I got through the producer, but then going to the show, the show was quite busy. Uh, it was regarding Barry Robson's interpretation of Arf ruining, ruining the game. Uh, I don't agree with him at all. I think that red card is why football needs far. Uh, I think with far, it's going to fall down a little bit. They're trying to let the referee. Uh, his decision on the pitch as much as he possibly can but I think sometimes they're going to have to look at this clear and obvious error thing Uh, sometimes I think referees do make clear and obvious errors and VAR don't intervene Uh, I think that's they really need to brush up on that I I know it's subjective you know those decisions Uh, it was a clear red card for me, uh, when I seen it on uh, Friday, Friday night, I was watching some of the game. I caught the incident. I knew it was a red card right away before I had to go to VAR. But obviously, the referee didn't catch it, and VAR came to the right decision as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it does. It shows you there's such a split. Jim Duffy agrees mm-hmm. with you. Simon's not so sure, but does concede that you know if you look at the wording of the the laws and whatnot, it might be quite difficult to to disprove. Um, was it such a crazy appeal that he deserved an extra game added on to the end of the suspension, Brian? Well, I take it the rules say that if somebody's going to waste the panel's time by by appealing a decision which. Uh, it was right, rightly made. Uh, you know they came to the right decision. If 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 the rules are there that you get an extra, you know game ban, then Aberdeen would have known that. As any other club would have known it. Obviously the panel feel that it was frivolous, and it's them that's actually making the decision. So we have to respect them as well. You understand? I can understand why the PFA are involved because a player's now got an extra uh, match ban, but they're, they're the rules. Yeah, it feels like there, there must be a, even an extra layer in the middle, Jim. People don't ever f- listen to this show to worry about what I think. I don't think yeah. they care. But f- for what it's worth, having argued about loads of these incidents, I didn't think there was a snowball's chance in you know where that Aberdeen would win that appeal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no chance. That was just just my, my feeling on it. Yeah. Having you know, if you look at the, the rules and all that sort of stuff. But but is that still the same? Is it is it the same as wasting the panel's time or whatever? As Brian says, unless as you mentioned earlier on, you're really being manipulative to try and free a player up or whatever. Why not just leave everyone with the right to appeal? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, as I said, I think that, you know, you mentioned uh, a, a phrase there, uh, you know, I think, actually, Brian, I think, mentioned that actually a clear and obvious error within the game. And I think this is a summer situation the with, with the appeal. Yeah. Is, is it a clear and obvious error? Now, Brian seems to think it would be, you know, if you, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, was the, if, if you actually appealed against that, that's, a, that, 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 that's taking advantage of it. As I said, Simon had said earlier on he wasn't quite sure about it. James McFadden not quite sure about it. So who who's on that? I, I don't think it's a clear and obvious error for Aberdeen if you want to go down that route. I think it's a, a an appeal. They've obviously spoken to Graham Shinney. They've looked at it and said, look, and the, the players went, look, I, I've, I've won the ball clean. I couldn't stop momentum. He's given his reason. They went, right, okay, we're going to back you on that and we're going to appeal that. So I don't think that is a clear, obvious error from Aberdeen. In terms I, of, so you didn't yeah. think they were ever winning the appeal? I don't I don't think they won the appeal, but I don't I don't think, as I said, that they were trying to manipulate the system. No, no, of course that, not. That, that's what I don't, not, they've not tried to gain I, anything. Yeah, from there's, it. No, there's, there's nothing really to gain from it. So I, I don't think that they're trying to manipulate the system. I don't think they're trying to take advantage of the system. So I I think it'd have been easier, as I mentioned, just to turn to, to keep the the decision as it stood uh, when when it was uh, when the appeal was was overturned. Simon, see how much easier this is if you just stay up the park and don't tackle people. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I, I agree with Jim. <clears throat> uh, I think the, the three game punishment suffice. Mm. We go with the rules, and I'm not going back to on my day and whatever. But mm. watching it, you know, for me. That's football. I, I've seen a lot worse tackles over the years, uh, but it is the rules. So you have to accept that, accept the punishment. But I think adding another game on is very harsh. Mm, okay. What about Barry, who's an Aberdeen fan from Kirkluck? What are your thoughts, Barry? What's annoying you the most? Hi there. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with Jim Duffy. Just what was being said there um, with Graham Shinney. I was thinking back to the the Rangers and Johnson game back in January. There was uh, Kent, who had the, the yellow card, um, VAR looked at it, and then he, 
um, the referee said he thought it was still going to be a yellow card. So um, and the SFA didn't do anything about that. There was a similar tackle, and then another boy was it boy Clark? Nicky Clark. Johnson, yep. Nicky Clark. He got sent off, um, but that got appealed. And all three tackles are quite similar in the, the fact that the legs are a bit high, and you've got to interpret whether it's a, endangering the player. Mm-hmm. Now I'd probably put Shinny's tackle somewhere in between those two tackles, um, and I'm a big fan, so I don't think it was a sending off. But the thing that annoyed me the most was the fact that they've um, said it was a frivolous appeal and they've increased it to to one match. So I think I'm agreeing with what the panel are saying. I don't think yeah. I can see maybe why they've stuck with the red card. Um, I still think it was maybe a yellow, but I don't think I think they've owned themselves up to a lot of criticism by giving that extra match. I think that I think Barry, as one Aberdeen fan, probably speaks on behalf of the of the club. I think that would be it. They would reluctantly accept that they might have failed the appeal because that's just what happens. But where's this extra game come from? Um, Barry hits on a, an interesting point, Jim, I think. Because um, Aberdeen, the statement was quite detailed. I've already had a, a, a tongue-in-cheek pop at mentioning what mm-hmm. pundits think. Um, but there's also a, a paragraph in there that says, each appeal is heard on its own merits, which means that no prior case or appeal decisions are considered. The legal system for hundreds of years uses and relies upon prior cases of evidence um, and that's where you've got Barry and others saying well remember Nicky Clark sent off at Ibrox mm. after a VR but won his appeal they feel it was um, a similar tackle Sh- should previous tackles be taken into account? No previous tackles are not taken into account uh, Gordon because this is not law it's not a precedent you know where you sit down a court of law um, you know this this is football rules and interpretation of those rules and each referee can can interpret it their, their own way uh, as as we've done t- yeah. tonight. Everyone's yeah. got a view, and all this, uh, you know, the guys that are phoning in have <clears> got their, their views on it because um, you know f- football <laughs> it's it's a motive. But you know, there's a, there's a number of circumstances that can take it into consideration. You know, you see tackles, for instance, in the early part of the game, sometimes being allowed the referee allows the game to to to, to get underway a little bit and flow, and then maybe later on in the game, sometimes you see a referee book a player and then if it's a very similar tackle mm. later on he doesn't book him because he knows he's got to send him off he's a bit of common sense so all of those type of things so no I, I don't think you can then select a particular tackle that looks very similar uh, in the past and then try and use that to back up your case I think you have to take the case on its own merits in that particular game at that particular time mm. does that constitute a red card and that's really all you can focus on you know, was it excessive force? Was it endangering the opponent? Does any of these things, you know, uh, you know, cover a red card? You said, and, and as, does, as you fun. said, as we were discussing in the break yeah. as well, there's different circumstances and yeah. different games. Yeah. So, is is that guy being provoked? You yeah. know, seconds before, yeah. is there an intent? Yeah. It's, it's totally different from yeah, game the, to game. The, the referee uh, assesses the games he goes on and also, and also you know, you'll see games where there's tackles going in left, right yeah. and centre sometimes the referee mm. just goes on you go on you go you can and kind he's, of a, understand he's a more though. relaxed referee you've got referees who as we all know are mm. uh, almost have their hand in their top pocket as, a, as, 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 as the game's getting taken part because the, 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 you know, they love issuing cards other referees like to keep the cards in their pocket everyone's getting slightly different so you can't just pick and to be choose fair, though, I wonder, again tackles. I wonder if they're to to look at it slightly differently because I I agree I, I think if you're the if you're the judicial panel yeah. you're not going to look at other tackles yeah. you're just not you're going to base it on its own merits however if you're Aberdeen mm. does it at least give you something to go on when you decide to launch your appeal and therefore again it's fine if you lose it 
but don't then punish the appeal with the extra game. You know, you can understand why clubs yeah. would do it and say, well, do you know what? He won that appeal and he won that appeal, yeah. so we're going to test the water here. Yeah, I suppose if it's another foot, you, you mentioned something like Ryan Portis, perhaps the appeal committee could say, well, look, you know, we had a similar situation with uh, Hibernian, nah, you know, right, okay. therefore, this is what happened and we've done that. So, yeah. you know, you can't just, uh, just uh, you know, get, get it to suit you all the time when, you, when you're unhappy about the decision, particularly when it comes to, um, uh, you know, punishment. Yeah. I think yep. we, we, all, we all feel about Barry, how much of a miss is he going to be on the pitch before we move on? Oh, he's a, he's a great miss, and uh, like Shinny's been a brilliant servant uh, both times. And I'm uh, just a bit sad that this, he could maybe only have two games left for Aberdeen before his loan term ends. Um, he's been a, a legend of the, of the club, um, and he'll, he'll be sorely missed, particularly now we're going for the top uh, number three position. Um, and he's, he's definitely showed up <coughs> in midfield and made it hard, harder to beat. Yeah, he's been very good and it's been a good run. Third place still very much up for grabs. Thank you to Barry 01419511025. Uh, right, what's next then? Ryan Kent's been linked with a move to Burnley. Is that is it definitely time, Rangers fans? Is it best for all parties? Or you, do you still want to see everything done to try and keep him between now and the end of the season? Fans of both sides of Glasgow, Michael Beale says Rangers four or five players away from competing. Uh, what do you make of those numbers? Let us know. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Jim Duffy both here both waiting for you to get in touch 0141-951-1025 if you want to give us a call and we'd love you to or you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB so do uh, get in touch uh, lots of reports today uh, linking Burnley with Ryan Kent He is of course out of contract In the summer There's been a lot of debate Rangers fans What what do you think? Is it is it looking inevitable? Would you rather just, just see him um, Part ways at the end of the contract Or would you like everything possible done To try and keep him? I think it was um, the Daily Mail Certainly first reported the story uh, Earlier on And uh, lots of people having their say um, on that scenario So I'd like to get your thoughts on it um, Now we've been speaking to uh, The athletics writer for Burnley Andrew Jones um, Covering a number of, of topics or aspects on this story And, and first of all just asked if, if it's something that he can see uh, Happening in the near future I think this is, you know, still in the early stages, and uh, you know, I'm still trying to sort of check out exactly what what the situation is. But it's not the first time that that Ryan Kent's been linked with Burnley. Uh, I think it, you know, a couple of times in recent years where his name has, has sort of been linked with the club. Um, so there's there's sort of a history there, if you like. Um, Burnley generally, uh, you would, you know, looking to upgrade the squad in, in pretty much every area. You would think as they as they try and get ready to, for, you know, for a return to the Premier League. If you know, and you know, can you would you would think would, would add a, a different you know aspect to to the, the options that the company has in that position. Uh, Andrew also asked as well if it's a, the type of player he could see fitting into Vincent Company's team. He'd definitely, you know, be, you know, suited to company system. Um, you know, company wants his wide players to be, to be direct, have a bit of flair, um, be able to go both ways, um, and impact the games. It's sort of the defensive side of the game. That is the other element that the company demands. You know, you've got to have that, that work ethic. Um, you've, you've got to be willing to, you know, to sacrifice and, and, you know, come back and, and put the shift in. 
um, because they, you know, Burnley pride themselves on being as good off the ball as they are on it. <laughs> They're very good on it. Um, but, you know, a lot of work, a lot of shape work goes into winning the ball back, that counter press, you know, pressing high and, and trying to, you know, unsettle opponents. So you also have to, you've got to have both sides of the game. You've got to be able to affect it on the ball, but you've also got to show the, the ability to do it off the ball as well. Mm, Billy is a Rangers fan on the line. Billy, how do you see this playing out? Is, is it, is it the time to let Ryan Kent go? If you could, if there's anything you can do, would you like to see Rangers give it everything to keep him? Um, thanks for putting it through. Um, I really don't think Ryan Kent wants to be at Rangers. To be honest with you, um, he was a great player for us, but in the last couple of games, and uh, he just doesn't seem to be doing what he, he was beforehand. Um, I seen him on Saturday. Uh, so he wasn't there on Saturday. And yeah. The team seemed to flourish, and um, obviously there's been a few teams in from Leeds, Burnley, and all the rest of it. So he's away at the end of the season, and I just don't think it'll be a. I don't think it'll be a miss. Well, I think Billy's made these feelings quite clear, um, Jim. But what would? Michael Beale likes him, obviously there's that relationship there. What what should Rangers desire to keep him look like? I, I think it's a difficult one um, because I think most people uh, think uh, Ryan Kent is unbelievably na- uh, talented. He's got a very talented footballer. I think particularly in Europe, away from home and in, in, in games when Rangers are playing counter-attack, I think he's he's been very influential uh, in, in, in some of the key games um, and I think that's that's drawn some of the attention um, to, to, towards the clubs. If I, actually, if anything, I think he might actually suit playing a team for a team like Burnley maybe a little bit more at times than Rangers because Burnley will be on the back foot probably more often than not uh, in the English Premiership and and play counter attack maybe a slightly different style from from what they were described uh, uh, now because obviously uh, they've been brilliant in the Championship. So, you know, but I, I think it's time for him to move on. I think he's. He's done um, what he can do. I don't think he, he, he can improve much more under Michael Beale uh, and at Rangers. Uh, and I think it's time to move on and, and, and change the direction of how Rangers want to play and want to approach the play. I think you get a little taste of that at the weekend, as Brian had just said, sorry, as Billy just said there, um, at the weekend without him. Uh, I think that, you know, we, you know, Rangers under uh, you know under um, Stephen Gerrard and under Michael Beale, um, you know, have relied quite heavily on 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 Ryan Kent, but I don't know if his numbers stack up to being a, a top. And that's the reason why I don't mm. think any of the maybe top eight clubs, particularly in England, have shown any real interest in him. I think if he's if his numbers had been better, he certainly get the talent to play at the very very top. But there's obviously something just not quite clicking. So for me, I think it's time he, it's time for him to move to a new challenge and time for Rangers to to change their style a little bit with um, with freshening up the squad. I mean, the, th- the good thing for him as a player is he's he's going to have options because he's available on a free. I don't think yeah. you know. We, I don't think anyone is on here tonight saying Ryan Kent's so wonderful that he's turning heads of English Premier League <coughs> clubs and they're all desperate no. to get him. But th- there's a different lens, which is. You can get this guy for free. Yeah. So, is it likely that clubs like Burnley would be interested in that? Is it very likely that, that he takes it? You know, th- is that the way you see it going in the summer, or, or does yeah, he stay? Yeah. The more it, the more it goes this way, I do see uh, a departure. I think uh, 
I think Billy might be right. You know, I watch Ryan Kent at times and I'm always saying it, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it, it never really takes the game by the scruff of the neck. For a guy of that kind of talent, uh, in terms of creating goals, scoring goals, we see flashes of brilliance now and again, but I don't think he's consistent enough. And, and maybe for him, you know, for his own benefit, a change of club is, is, is what's needed, just to go and refresh uh, a new challenge for him. Because, do I use the word steel? I just don't think he does mm-hmm. enough at Rangers. Yeah, I think under Giovanni Van Brockhurst, he certainly struggled because I think the system... They played, I think, under Stephen Gerrard. He had a wee reaction when yeah. Bill came in. Didn't yeah, he? He I think both of them can be understood him a little bit, his personality, yeah. you know, his character, but also the way he wants to play. And I think he's improved, he, he, he certainly improved again when Michael Bill took over. But, but I'm with Simon, you need to produce it, particularly for Rangers. I mean, you, your Rangers are dominating the vast majority of games you play in in Scotland. Yeah. So he, he, for me, should be chipping in with, you know, double figure goals every year and you know, well into those yeah. type of assists as well. Uh, not a lot of love on Twitter, I must say. If you want to balance this up with more positivity, you can do. James says, down tools a while ago, wages better spent elsewhere. I suppose that's the other thing. He wouldn't, and a contract extension wouldn't be cheap wages-wise, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, KA, I'll drive him down myself. Performances and levels have been shocking last two seasons. Uh, Ross says take him today so I'm not sure there's a lot of love out there but there must be some I mean, your Twitter can be an angry place at times <laughs> um, at times uh, yeah sometimes <laughs> is there a is there a realistic possibility for you then Billy that Nick and we can dig into this more next week but we're talking about a season defining game for Rangers next weekend it really is when you look at what's at stake in the semi-final is there a realistic possibility for you Ryan Kent doesn't play that game? Because he's played every single big game for Rangers for the last few seasons. Yeah, I would take him out totally. Put my thunder one. And um, I'm talking about that game. I know it's a week away and all the rest of it. But I would definitely start with Sakala and Arfield. Arfield's been on the bench, as you know, for a long time. But every time he's come on, he's gave 100%. And I think, honestly, Arfield and Sakala, I think they could do a big job against Celtic. Yeah, I mean, even by your standards, asking people to pick their team is extremely early. But in the con- in the context of Ryan Kent, though, you you do just wonder. So didn't play at the weekend. Yeah. There were no complaints about Rangers' attack. Um, so that, that was injury. To be fair, you then wait. You know, is he if he's not fully fit, are you pitching him back in this week? Anyway, and then if not, do you, do you suddenly start him in the Celtic game when A, he's been out injured and B, he's probably not in brilliant <clears> form anyway? Yeah. It's just unthinkable almost that you get to a game like this and, and maybe, maybe he doesn't. It isn't, it isn't. Uh, I know he scored a fantastic mm-hmm. goal at the turn of the year at Ibrox against yeah, I, I mean, out of habit rather than his form. But me with my Celtic hat on would be quite happy and it might come back to bite me in the backside for him to play because I think it, it gets into the final third and is safe. He's safe And I've watched the games And I think Billy makes a good point Arfield is hard to pick up Making runs late from midfield And Sakala has caused Celtic a few problems With his pace I don't think he's the the polished article Or composure Maybe lacks a little bit round about the box But he's got pace Very direct doesn't he? Yeah he's got pace So I think he's got a valid point there I think think the, the, the safety of 
Ryan Kent for me is the, the most frustrating thing he gets into good areas and then he'll look back or he'll look to offload it rather than go and do it himself and maybe part of the let me say problem with Ryan Kent which sounds very unfair if I find a more appropriate word Jim has been that there isn't anyone else mm. you know if, if if Jota has a dip it's not un, it's not completely unthinkable that it just comes out and someone you know someone yeah. else goes in yeah. but at a t- you know Matondo hasn't worked and then he's been injured and mm. to be fair Billy and fans they liked what they saw at the weekend yeah. they liked that cameo yeah. but but I think you've read one as a cameo and, and you've got to produce for, for Rangers on a consistent basis and listen I, I think we've been a wee bit harsh on, on, on Rankin over the course of the time he's been at Rangers I think he has been you know a fan's favourite for the majority I think he has been a shining light in particularly the, the season um, the one the title under, under Stephen Gerrard and I, and I think that he has got you know real Talent, uh, you know, uh, but he just—he's—he's he's not as, as consistent as he should be. We know that wingers are generally not the most consistent because of the style of play. You've got to be dynamic. You've got to be taking players on, and it doesn't always work out for you. Mm-hmm. But like Simon said, I think he could do it a lot more, a lot more often, and he could be—he could have a lot more impact in the games. But I still think he'll be in demand. I think there'll be three or four clubs, as you say, for no transfer fee. And also Rangers have to replace them. That is going to cost money anyway. So, you know, you've got to weigh up, um, you know, how much you offer them if you do offer them anything or do you accept the fact it's time for them to move on? Thank you very much to Billy. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Bit of pressure on you two, you know. Monday, defeat for the pundits Tuesday defeat for the pundits so the week actually hangs in the balance (laughs) for you two tonight it's 01419511025 lines close at 7 and your chance to beat the pundit is next tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Jim Duffy are here it's 01419511025 so please get in touch this Wednesday night What are you thinking? What football topic Has tickled your fancy? We've had a good old debate I never thought we'd argue about An Aberdeen red card For so long On Clyde One Super Scoreboard But there you are uh, Big news today That not only Has Graham Shinney Lost his appeal The SFA have added An extra game Onto it And the PFA have hit out Aberdeen have hit out And it's all Snowballing So we had a good old debate About that If you want to Pick it up You can do Ryan Kent Burnley Can you see that happening Is it time to just part ways Rangers fans Would you like to keep them Uh, Celtic fans You may also be interested In the comments From Michael Beale today Talking about Four or five players away Rangers are from competing Uh, I wonder what you make Of that And anything else You think we've missed 01419511025 Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football We've not been in this scenario many times this season Monday and Tuesday both victories for the listeners which means Greg and Sterling you can put the week out of sight by Wednesday That's a nice incentive isn't it? <laughs> That's a lovely incentive Good. I'm feeling the pressure now Have you ever played before? I've never played before I've phoned up a few times But I've never played ah, Tonight's your lucky night What team do you support? Uh, I'm a Celtic fan I see you've seen the symmetry there Celtic are looking to wrap up the league nice and early And Greg's looking to wrap up the week nice and early And go. beat the pundit But he's feeling the pressure mm. And Celtic aren't feeling the pressure Celtic aren't yet <laughs> uh, I don't know if that'll ever happen So anyway um, Let's toss the coin Heads it'll be Simon Tails it'll be Jim 
and it is tails. It is Jim. Um, for what it's worth, for any mm. statos out there, it is it's the two tails that lost Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, well. Don't know if that's an omen. Okay. Uh, what we'll do here is give Jim some clay and some cities. greatest hits radio to listen to, uh, and we'll get your clock ready to go, Greg. You've got thirty seconds. Just answer as many as you can. If you want to pass and move on, that is fine by me. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's go then. Time starts now. Name any old firm player who's been sent off this season. Morelos. Which current Celtic player joined permanently from Tottenham in July 2022? Carter Vickers. Which championship side did Rangers beat in this season's Scottish Cup quarter final? St Johnson's Ryan McGowan plays internationally for which country? Australia. Australia. Who scored more league goals this season, Curtis Main or Stevie May? Stevie May. Name any other country from Scotland's Nations League group from last year. Israel. Okay, who was helping you? <laughs> that was my brother. That's fine. Listen, there's no rules against that. What's your brother's name? Ryan. There we are. He sounded like he knew what he was talking about. Jimmy, ready? Yes. Good. Same set of questions. Thirty seconds, shall we? Sure. Let's go. Name any old firm player who's been sent off this season. Hmm. Uh, Cal McGregor. Which current Celtic player joined permanently from Tottenham in July 2022? Um, Carter Vickers Which championship side Did Rangers beat In this season's Scottish Cup quarter final Championship side um, Oh Who are you asking me I'm going to go for Dundee St Johnson's Ryan McGowan Plays internationally For which country Australia Who scored more league goals This season Curtis Main Or Stevie May Stevie May Name any other country From Scotland's Nations League group From last year Oh I'll go for Israel We've usually played him <laughs> Greg What do you think I think I might have picked him but oh, you were I, up, I, 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 I don't know cause I wasn't very confident That's for sure You were up against it Jim Because Greg mm. just sat silently While his brother shouted out All the correct oh, right, answers okay, from, so from, the, from the sidelines I better help I should ask Simon to help me in <laughs> um, Name any old firm player mm. Who's been sent off This season You had the choice of Morelos Which the guys got mm. Callum McGregor Which you got John mm. Lundstrom Or David Turnbull High boot Remember right. uh, So you both got it You both got Cameron Carter Vickers Rangers beat Wraith In the mm. quarter finals Of the cup And Greg And his minibus Full of helpers Got that one <laughs> So they go 3-2 in front You both got Ryan McGowan Australia mm. You both went Stevie May So the score won't change But you're both wrong mm, right. So it's Curtis Main 7-6 to six. Well. And I know, Greg. It was the one time you overruled your brother and you got it wrong. So there's a there's a lesson to be had in there. And you both did it. You both went. Ah, it will be Israel because we always play them. But the last Nations League was Armenia, Republic of Ireland, and Ukraine. So Greg and your brother, you've not only beaten Jim Duffy, you've wrapped it up for the listeners on Wednesday night. Three out of three for the listeners this week. Well done. Oh, thanks very much. I'll give, I'll give my brother a pat on the back for that. I don't know if you've <laughs> well, ever tried um, cutting a sign ball in half. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, and you want to get Jim Duffy's signature anyway since you beat him. But well done, guys. Thanks, I appreciate well, it. Well done, Greg. Good, Good Greg. stuff. There we are. Listen, we're just. We're, what was Callum McGregor's red card? I went blank. Uh, was that the Motherwell game? 
Remember he sort of took one for the aye. team aye. Was aye. Aye. It was a bad, Somebody had a bad pass back yeah, And he, he right. brought the boy down yeah. last man sort of thing. Um, right. Was it was it Greg Taylor or something? No I think it was Mike Barabi or something. I think anyway Somebody had a yeah. pass back and he was, was one of back. those take ones for the team wasn't yeah. it? it was late, late in yeah. the game I think But anyway If he wants to get himself sent off When the sides mm. meet again this weekend That's absolutely fine <laughs> Well, <laughs> you don't try and appeal it You may get an extra game It might take more than that For the steel men to have any chance But we'll see We'll see We'll see Right 0141951 at 1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB if you want to give us a call uh, what else have we got on here anything coming in on Twitter that needs mentioned I don't think so uh, Andy is on he says Andy the photo doctor hi Gordon Simon Jim uh, I'm enjoying the show because my son's at rugby training quite right you focus on the round ball for now Andy as a Rangers fan just looking for a bit of freshness to the squad in the summer an injection of pace and guile uh, is needed. I suppose that feeds in nicely to those comments I mentioned earlier about Michael Beale suggesting you know it's four or five signings away from competing with Celtic. Could you put a number on it? I'm glad I'm never asked to put a number <laughs> on these things. No, I don't think you can. And and I think that um, you know, listen, when managers are maybe asked, they'll always throw a, a, a number in there. Some you know, like you know, a four or five or. You know, because it gives them a bit of scope. That's presuming everyone is, you know, currently staying within the squad and yeah. no one decides to leave or no one takes some of your best players. Because um, we just spoke about yeah. Ryan Kent. So if you yeah. if, if and and contract leave, as well, does it include know? that or do you add them on? What, what would your yeah. thought kind of be then on a ballpark? Yeah, again, if those two players were leaving, I think means we need more than four or five because you know I think they need to 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 have. More options as, as, as Simon was saying earlier on Or yourself I think You know If you bring in If if, if, if for instance Kent goes and you bring in a winger You still need that Real top competition yeah. So that that player Keeps that level high You can't just have a squad player Just flipping in and out Because then then You know Your, your standard Standards can drop um, So you need real You need two players For every every key position um, Do you think at that's the top level. One of the things Ryan Kent You know He just expects mm. to be in the team most weeks, yeah, I think I think you don't do it deliberately. Say, so, I mean, obviously, Sub- you know yourself, uh, playing yourself. But yeah. when you when you're at a top club, if you have no one breathing down the back, yeah. and every, if every time <clears> someone comes in, you know, to the dressing room, but it's another area or something you look and think, well, he's he's not going to put me at the team. Yeah. I just think it's human nature that you just maybe occasionally drop off the, the pace, one, the one, not deliberately. Yeah, but the, the one for me. We, we spoke mm. about it earlier as well, mm. Greg Taylor. Mm. You know, they, they went out and got a left back. Yeah, in the summer. Yeah, and I think Greg Taylor's games mm. kicked on. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think and clubs like Celtic and Rangers probably need that every position. So yeah. I think that's where Bill will look. You know, in the summer, yeah. I think I think yeah, they, they, they need a goalkeeper. It. I think I don't have any doubt they need a goalkeeper. Um, I, th- I think there's a number of uh, areas. Again, will will John Lundstrom stay? Will Ryan Jack stay? Will Morelis? Last year Rangers probably thought that uh, Conor Golson was going to go I think everyone thought yeah. he was going to go I yeah. thought Alan McGregor was going to go Both of them stayed So listen Teams have to do their work now They have to do uh, the You know the uh, you know the, 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 the research now In terms of the players Availability All these sort of things They can't wait until the last minute Because they'll have Champions League Qualifiers to come up And they'll have two very difficult ties To try and get through So you want to be in as strong a position as possible And not chasing you know, to try and bring in top players at the last minute. Uh, Robert is on the line. Robert, you're a Celtic fan. What do you think? Are Rangers four or five players away from competing? Well, whatever else, it'll depend on the quality of those four or five players. I mean, if they can get Man City to take some Rangers shares, 
in exchange for Howland and De Bruyne. <laughs> Yeah, got a chance. I'm, I'm detecting a hint of sarcasm uh, from <laughs> no, Robert. No. It's just just a hunch. Uh, so you, you think that that wouldn't be enough to to bridge it at the moment, Robert? Or or I guess perhaps you know Celtic to strengthen anyway. Be the level of those four or five players. If, if Aberdeen could sign Howland, De Bruyne, Odegaard, etc., they'd be challenging Celtic and Rangers next season. But if we're talking about similar standard of players to what they've got then they could be a lot further away. And then it goes back to what Jim said, it's not just the starting 11, it's the full value of the squad. In which case you're then talking, are they needing 10 or 12 players to fill their squad to the same standards as what Celtic currently set up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what's interesting is this argument that you see a lot, because it's, it's obviously valid. How can you, you know, you're talking about Celtic standing still, because, you know, what if they then improve? So that that that's, that so, seems so, fair. So, so Robert's, 100% right yeah. It depends on the the calibre of the player that you're bringing mm-hmm. in You have to bring in stuff to enhance your squad yeah. Enhance your starting 11 uh, I don't know how you can put a number on that yeah. Because as I said there was a, When that came out earlier on today Somebody's put it on where it was Twitter that Celtic going to stand still mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a hard see, one See at the same time though um, Do our clubs have and I, I'm not saying Celtic are at theirs right Before anyone gets all upset about it Presumably our clubs have a ceiling Or, or mm. you know I mean At least some some level That they're unlikely to go Maybe I'll phrase this well, differently They do have a ceiling A financial ceiling Of course they do So yeah. I suppose when, you, when you're when you the chasing Pack Right Like Rangers are this time Can Celtic Just keep on getting stronger forever I assume the answer to that Is, is no Because nobody does And particularly yeah. our, our financial constraints So Although I'm sure Ange Postacoglu 100% well, is going to want to make Celtic yeah, stronger There you go that, but, um, that's, that's the thing I answered this question the other day I, I don't know how Sure How but, far they can go yeah, Because with, are they now Because And this is this, Believe it or not This is a compliment to Celtic yeah. Are they now running out Of obvious areas That they could improve on well, depend- Or like loads of them Do you know what I mean It's it, not like you look at the Celtic squad And say Oh he's hopeless He's hopeless He's hopeless It depends on What happens at Celtic as well Players could move on but it also depends on if, what your next challenge is. Is your challenge the domestic title or is it to improve in Europe? Because Celtic have yeah, to improve yeah. in Europe. <clears throat> and to improve in Europe, yeah, you do need to then bring yeah. in different players. I mean, you can look at the squad at this moment in time, and I talk about the squad, I'm not just talking about the, you know, the, you know, people starting 11 or whatever it's to be, the 20-odd players that are at Celtic, and you can say that is more than good enough for me at this moment in time to yeah. win the league again next season. But is it more than good enough to, to compete group, sure. and to go to the group stages of the Champions League to get to the next level? Mm-hmm. Again, depending on which group you get in, but unlikely, unlikely. I think, you know, the better you are, the harder that must be because, yeah. and again, it is a compliment. It ain't gonna, surely it's not going to be easy to upgrade Kyogo or Hatati no. or McGregor or, and there might be some, there might, people might say, well, do you know what? I think we could go left-sided centre-back. You know, maybe yeah. that is. Maybe we could upgrade the goalkeeper, someone who's really super comfortable with the ball at his feet For for me that's the exciting thing About the, the Celtic project Because he's been so successful With his recruitment If you'd said two years ago That there'd be four or five Japanese players Playing in the yeah, Celtic exactly, team that's you know, true. And it would have went down A different route If, if Eddie Howe Had mm-hmm. taken the yeah. job It would have went down A different route Because he would have shopped Somewhere differently mm-hmm. I think this is the refreshing And exciting thing From a Celtic perspective That this guy's came in On experience of where he's worked before He's yeah. brought these players in He knew they would enhance the team And they have They're exciting So for me Looking on from A Celtic point of view That's exciting But where, yeah. where can he go And improve now where, Where's mm-hmm. he going to go But 
I think guys like, I understand what you're saying Jim about the Champions League but I think there'll be a, another season down the road there'll be a better team I'm not disagreeing that mm. they'll need refreshed well, that is true though because the Hitati, guys in the building can get better Hitati's you don't need to better all yeah, the time. you don't yeah. need to buy but new then, players but then it comes back to can you keep a hold of them yeah, of course. I mean, listen, there's talk of being, you know, speculation about Ajax being, uh, you know, interested in Lilabada. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone foresaw the fact that uh, uh, Giamakis would have left because he was the yeah. kind of next player yeah. behind Kyogo, but then they bring in O. Um, you know, so there, there, there's always little tweaks and, you know, the parts of evolution of football clubs. You never stand still. And Ange Postecoglou has already made his, 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 his case saying he's already got plans underway yeah. to strengthen. Well, you, look, you look at the right back as well. Yeah, so I, I, Brilliant. was great yeah. but it's almost as seamless. if he's not been there oh seamless with Johnson you know, the guy Johnson's just came in and been excellent. if anything better I think yeah yeah, I agree with you I mean Robert last night just to, to recap slightly we had a, a really good debate on um, who the player of the year was going to be and what the shortlist would be like and for a lot of Celtic fans it was hard to choose who's been the, the pick of the bunch for you um I think Hatati is probably the pick of the bunch but I think Greg Taylor's pushed him the whole way just um, I was always a fan of Taylor I always thought he could see a pass and and find the through balls which now that he's moved inside he's got more options and he's finding more and more of them however I think the weaknesses in his game were always his pace and strength but I think he's learned this season how to either cope with them or hide them um, so he's no He's not been exploited on those weaknesses. Um, now, whether that's been he's, he's, he's became a stronger player or a faster player, or just using his head and positioning himself better um, to sort of uh, you know compensate for those those issues in his game. Yeah, it's high praise. I mean, it was in, last night with so many names thrown. Right, we, we did a very unscientific. Uh, poll, but we got producer Chris to <laughs> s- simply count up all the tweets that came in, and our definitive player of the year shortlist was Kyogo, most votes, Hatati, second most votes, Duke, and Van Veen. Had they got the same, actually, believe it or not? Fair play. Like in, in the fairly... west of Scotland, you're an Aberdeen player and a Motherwell player, no, you've see, done well there. like a fairly, a fairly um, acceptable list. You know, a good yeah. few mentions mm-hmm. for for James Tavernier, and then there were loads of other Celtic players. Robert's gone, Greg Taylor. Yeah. Um, you know, how can you overlook the consistency of Callum McGregor? We even had someone who wanted was adamant that Joe Hart should should be mm. in there. Uh, Maeda got a shout. You know, I think it's probably testament to the the sort of spread of the strength we've had. Centre backs of the yeah. great season, Carlton Vickers. Uh, yeah, magnificent. Uh, I'll make you pick one. You're not you're, you're <laughs> not even allowed to pick two. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going for the goal scorers. I named them at the, the competition at the start of the season. I named them. Did you? Good the goal scorer scored 20 goals last uh-huh. year with a large chunk of the season out injured. Mm-hmm. He scores big goals. He scored in the final again. Uh, I think he's got five against Rangers this year. Mm-hmm. His movement for me, and I think the relationship with his teammates is getting stronger. They're, they're seeing the runs more, they're understanding where he wants the ball. And for me, it's Kyogo. You asking me, Gone? Just one. Kyogo. Simple as that. Yeah. Poor Hatati, what's he done wrong? No, there's not there's, there's loads of players I know that ain't wrong. <laughs> but uh, no, I am I'm with Simon. I just think his movement is a joy to watch. Yeah. If if you're in the stand and you know I've been fortunate enough to be in a lot of games for the media and and you watch him yeah. and Simon obviously played in that role as well. His movement is just it's it's an education. An education and for the defender's a nightmare because normally, you know, strikers will make maybe one or two moves. 
you know, you look over your shoulder, you think that he's peeling away, but he's going to come across me, mm-hmm. and you're ready to anticipate that. You can't anticipate Kyogo because you'll make four or five moves, yeah. and he still manages to time the run on when the ball's getting delivered. So, now nah, listen, for me, Kyogo has been the outstanding player by a country mile this year in Scottish football. Duke or Van Veen? Van Veen. I think Van Veen because I think over the course of the season I think when you're a team had been struggling and I think he still his performance levels were still pretty high and I know Aberdeen struggled a little bit as well but I think Duke's form dropped I think he's played well when Aberdeen have played well I think Van Veen still was mm. doing alright when Motherwell struggled so I would probably go Van Veen as well Yeah, That was last two. night's fun I just thought I would check Thank you to Robert and Dennis no one four one nine five one one zero two five. Uh Whilst you get your calls in let me run this past you it is just over a week away So it's a week tomorrow Thursday the 27th of April Is the big day Cash for Kids Day We're going to all join together And try and help children Affected by the cost of living crisis You don't even have to wait Until then though To get involved Because this competition If you're anything like me Would be right up your street We're talking a seven night Family holiday To the gorgeous island Of Fuerteventura You fly from Edinburgh Airport On the 5th of August and stay at the Dunas Club Apartments. Lots of nice beaches, relaxation, excitement, bit of fun for the family as well. And it's all thanks to the good folks at Barhead Travel who've donated the holiday. And on top of that, our other friends at 101 Convenience Stores have kindly donated £500 euro spending money uh, so you can really enjoy your trip. Beer tokens, as Simon Donnelly would call them, and ice lolly tokens, as Jim Duffy, yeah. the teetotaler, uh, would call them. Now, entries to the competition are just £3 and then all of that goes to Cash for Kids. So you're making a £3 donation to children that need your help and you might end up with a seven-night family holiday out of it. So it sounds pretty good to me, as biased as I may be. For full details and enter online, head to clyde1.com forward slash CFK Day. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Jim Duffy are here still Plenty time for you to get involved 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Want to give a quick mention as well to Karen and Ian McKinley They're hosting a benefit match for local Clyde Bankman Alan McGeeky uh, Who was sadly diagnosed with motor neuron disease two years ago He played for many teams over the years Now they've arranged a charity match It's Sunday the 23rd at Home Park Just along the road 12 noon uh, hosts are Baron Stroud Taking on Dumbarton Ackies And then on to the Albion Social Club For raffles and auction And you're all welcome That was the invite That you got there So there what, we what are What date is that? It, it is the 23rd Sunday the 23rd of April So that's this weekend This Sunday yeah This Sunday So hopefully a good uh, Response there Right I've got a teaser For you tonight Okay Can you name The last 10 Players To score A double In the league Against Rangers so quite simple Well the question's simple I don't know about the answers But can you name the last 10 players To score a double In the league Against Rangers last Kyogo week. Last week You said it Kyogo <laughs> Kyogo Okay Ahara <laughs> I was going to say I wondered where you were well, going With that. last week Aye. That's Two why I looked at you Alright okay O'Hara, Kyogo But yes. they were great His first one was a great How, good, oh, f- how good was it? I, I don't know why I feel like it did didn't get the credit the, it deserved Did you spot the, the, the other players? <laughs> yes They <laughs> jumped over the there boards. Aye, the boy aye, slipped and then Aye. he fell Was and the then, boy Ryan Blair on it? He was all coy trying to get back out Like he hurt himself <laughs> It was fantastic <clears throat> he, By the way, he was another one Just to go over old ground We had um, quite a few shouts for 
Marco Harris has a sort of outside yeah. bet player of the year yeah. if we're talking mm. you know non-Celtic players that yeah. sort of thing he's been excellent hasn't he yeah he's done again terrific and again suits the way that uh, Stevie Robinson sets his team up box to box um, you know gets forward um, he's listening he's taking the penalties all these kind of things but yeah I mean a very very influential player for St Myrne this year yeah and he's on the teaser as well so Marco Hara Kyogo take one more guess Van Veen uh, Duke mm, Van Veen no and Duke no apparently mm. uh, Majofsky no Nisbet no Shankland right you're running out we're just going to go for yeah. the top goal scorers <laughs> just take a breath is Shankland a no? <laughs> no he's not okay so we'll leave it there looking for the last 10 players to score a double in a league game against Rangers you've got Marco Hara and Kyogo from the last what 10 days or whatever last fortnight or whatever um, so that that seems a good place to start we'll try and get the rest uh, thank you to Martin Burns for sending that one in it's full time at Clyde1.com full time at Clyde1.com that is where you email the questions and we try our very best to use them on the show so I like the look of that one I think we'll work our way through it between now and the end. Zara is in Mary Hill. How are you, Zara? I'm very well. How are you doing, guys? Good, good. No complaints in here. What's your point tonight? Hi there. So, yeah, my point was just of um, this budget thing that keeps coming up um, time and time again. <laughs> uh, it's kind of, yeah, got me a bit. Yeah, it keeps coming up and it's grating on me a bit. So, yeah, um, my point is, is I think managers are using it a bit of an excuse, to be honest. So, and it filters down to their team and see before the ball's even kicked that's it they've, they've lost to be honest so so, so who, in, who in particular do you mean who's annoyed you with bringing up budgets so see the Hibs manager the one don't, can't remember his name yeah Lee Johnson yeah the Dell boy jacket yeah him <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so when he says that about you need you know a billionaire to come and invest and you know, that's when he can compete. That was nonsense. You know, absolutely nonsense. Is it though? Is it? Because is it not this? Are you a Celtic fan, Zara? Yeah, yeah. Is it not the same then when you go and try and compete with Real Madrid? No, no. I, no it's not. I don't use that excuse. Definitely not. Um, I think that one of the things as a sports person, you have to have the right mentality um, and you can compete. You know, you don't need to have a sugar daddy. You know, you don't have to have billions of pounds in the bank. You can compete, um, you know. So, yeah, I think it's just an excuse to deflect from where he's went wrong and his tactics. And I think that when you look at Hibs, where they've lost the majority of their points is actually with the rest of the league and not with Rangers and Celtic. Yeah, I'm sure there's an element of truth in that, Jim. Yeah, I mean, listen, Zara's got a point if you take exceptions through likes of Leicester going back a few years ago and winning the Premiership, yep. but they are exceptions to the rule. The vast majority of leagues are won by the richest clubs. I don't think you have to you have to look too far. You can look at any of the top five clubs, uh, sorry, five leagues in Europe, particularly the top five. They'll all be won by the richest clubs. This year in England, obviously, Arsenal are not the richest club. Mm-hmm. Man City are. Um, um, but generally speaking... Um, you know that's the case. So you know if you look across whether it's Germany, Holland, etc., Spain, um, and so on and so forth, um, the richest are generally the the, the winners of the league. Mm. But 
um, in, term, I, I, in terms of a, a competition You can do the best you can With the um, resources at your disposal And I think Yeah mm. I think what Zara uh, The point that Zara's making is I think if you tell your players You're not good enough If you tell your players that um, you know, you know, you're not going to win something. Then, then you're right. Psychologically, they maybe have that negativity. So, I think you've got to be as bold as you possibly can be uh, with your players. Set the targets as high as you possibly can, and then see how close you can get to those targets. At the same time, though, is is there not a room for a bit of of realism in the sense? Well, put it this way, Zara, Hibs can't win our league, can they? Well, well, they can get close, but the thing is, as well, that that gets me as well, right? So, see when you look at the empty seats, right? And they're moaning about budgets, right? But they're not accepting paying fans. They can't have it both ways, right? Talking about budgets, but not accepting paying fans. And I'm not going to be an entitled Celtic fan saying they should accept our money, right? But they, they, the, the onus is on the clubs to grow their business. It's not on Celtic to stand still just so other clubs can catch up with us Do you know what I mean? Yeah but who, who Again This debate fascinates me Because That Soundbite from Zara Is bang on But then I, I don't know Is it Who is saying Celtic Should stand still I, I certainly don't think They should But it, you can still Acknowledge the size Of the gap Without asking for that You know It's it's all it's all admirable And and uh, and it's it's nice and fuzzy To say that Lee Johnson or whoever You know Just <clears throat> you, you got to believe You can do it yeah. guys But if you're in a my family wagging out the car park, and you're racing a Ferrari or a Formula One car. You it just it just w- it just yeah, won't happen. It's more, it's more difficult. I, I haven't seen a lot of Hibs. Uh, that was just an example, to be fair. That I think, an yeah. example. But I, I did watch Celtic get beat three 0 off Real Madrid, and sixty thousand fans applauded at the end because they could see the approach to the game. Is there a way to lose a game? You know that that game they took sure. Real Madrid yep. an hour. As we've seen in recent t- uh, times, they can't get out of that group. It's difficult because other clubs have more money. But I think, Simon, that's okay when you're playing in a very small group and you've yeah. only got that limited number of chances to get. If you go over a course of a whole season yes. and you and you go and let's have a go against Celtic and you get beat and then you have a go against and you get beat and then you, and everybody say, yeah, yeah, but you're playing really good football. You'll not be there very long. As a manager, you know, no matter how, mm-hmm. how uh, you know, um, you know, you set your your tactics. So, as far as the you know the finances are concerned from clubs, you, you keep your home gates, but you're not really wanting the, the opposition to to be any stronger than you can you can you can you know afford it mm-hmm. to be. And if Hibs have decided that they think there's enough away fans in, in, in particular case, well, for I think Zara, Marnock's the so, example yeah. this weekend that people keep mentioning. Yeah, but you know. Zara using Hibs as an example if they feel that listen that we've, we've sold enough tickets to Celtic we don't want any more Celtic fans in there because that would give Celtic more of an advantage then that, that's that's their choice to make and if that means that their budget has to be tweaked a little bit because of that then mm. fine but I don't really think but it's do got know, a huge do you know impact think, Jim, so, so Zara makes a point about mentality mm. you as a player mm. going back would you, would you not rather play in front of I mean I went, I went, to, I went to Ibrox yeah. when mm. there was no Celtic fans mm. but Listen, youthful exuberance mm. maybe But I yeah. loved it I yeah. loved it I mean, are we now questioning The mentality of the players Because there's a few extra Celtic or Rangers fans In the stadium? Yeah, but, but listen I just I, I just think that I, I agree with you. I, I prefer If it was, you know The, the, the opposite fans There's nothing better yeah. Than you getting a bit of stick And all these kind of stuff Opposition But yeah, there, there is a change I think from 
um, you know, the mentality, the psychology of players these days. I yeah. think that there is that. It's, but I think in terms of finance, well. take St Mirren as an example. Mm. We've been through this loads mm. of times. Take St Mirren mm. as an example. Yeah. They decided to not just open their doors and let Glasgow's big two just yeah. just rule the roost, right? And then look at this weekend. They're playing against. Um, Kilmarnock for a place yeah, in the top six The place is sold out yeah. Motherwell did it before Decided yeah, Rangers and Celtic Can have the mm. big stand Behind the goals Which is loads mm. But you're not getting The main stand anymore yeah. You're not getting The David Cooper mm. behind the other And since then Motherwell's season tickets Have grown Because you're trying to Foster an actual a spirit And a bond with your fans mm. Rather than just Opening the doors And let everyone yeah, but God, ha- you, You've had this the, the fact is that This week St Munn can be In the top six If St Munn you know, another three places below. Mm. We're not. Is that a sold out game? No, it's not. But here's my point, right? The point is, in terms, it's I, because you're doing well. Yeah. No, but hold, on, no well. hold on a minute. Right. The product, the, this the idea that this idea that it's going to make that much of a difference, right? That as if selling, and I get that it would help. Zara's right. You're going to get a bit more mm. money, but this notion that you sell three thousand extra tickets mm. to Celtic or Rangers and it makes a difference, as an example, mm. St Johnston are mm. one of the ones that mm-hmm. give Rangers yeah. and Celtic the yeah. full place. Yeah. So are Livy, yeah. and their their financial picture is grim. No, I, I don't think anybody said that. I mean, I'd say if it was a minimal difference, yeah. if that's their choice to make, I don't think it makes a big difference to them. But obviously, I don't think the clubs are doing it because it's a, fin- a financial. A disadvantage or advantage uh, well, I, that, That's Zara's very point though yeah. Don't complain about budgets Just let more of our fans in You'll have a bit more money Yeah but again I think that the, as, as you say You know you can you can say If I get a £100 budget Or a £110 budget I think the difference is If you've got a £100 budget And a £1000 budget If it's 10 times Exactly the difference, That's my point fine. But this is not This is minimal So I, I just think that um, What's minimal? The, the difference in between the fact that the amount of fans going to Easter Road, the, the, the extra yeah, fans. Yeah, so that, uh, we're agreeing the then. That's what fans. I mean. This notion so that, I, that it wouldn't help you bridge the yeah, gap to Celtic no, and no, Rangers, no, let's be honest. No, it wouldn't. So, But I think it's just the quality of the players. And yeah. that takes longer at these clubs. That's that's the point. I mean, it'll take Lee Johnson longer to get to where he wants to be than it would take any Celtic manager because they have bigger resources um, to, to, to go. And obviously a bigger attraction. Of course they will. They can attract better quality players. And it takes time. And as you get good players at the likes of Hibs as well, they move quicker. So, for instance, Nisbet, for instance, mm-hmm. there's been he would have went, he could have went to Millwall, decided to stay. But if you've got two or three good young players, they will get snatched. So you've, you're, your rebuilding process is harder all the time. It's not as quite as simple as if you have a bit more money in the bank, you can challenge easier. It's, it doesn't it doesn't quite work as simple mm. as that. You get the final say, Zara. Yeah, so it's just it, it's elaborating. Like I, I'm not saying like just opening up the you know it won't build the it won't won't close the bridge, but it can put more money in, so then they can you know get better players in, or they can they can invest in their infrastructure. Um, like look at say like Motherwell. Now they've got Kettlewell, and they're doing better. You know. Look at St Man, they're doing better now that they've got a manager in, you know, so they've tweaked these things and now they're doing better. Absolutely, but they are two clubs that decided to not have as much old firm fans come as as they used to, so that the idea that this is the silver bullet, I think that's a complete contradiction. But I get it, because everyone's got their own. If I was a Celtic or Rangers fan... I'd, I'd, I'd think well, Look at that empty seat I could sit see, there See there When I was making that point though, I wasn't banging the drum For getting more mm. Celtic Rangers fans in I was questioning The mentality of players You know If if they mm. regard that as no, that, a, that's fine But the initial discussion armory, Let's the, take the, away Because you can't handle Playing the, in front of a no, crowd That's fine But the initial discussion was well, Let more fans in Get more money And therefore 
that that helps you financially. Don't complain about budgets if you're going to lock out fans. That was the that was the gist of it. Anyway, how are you feeling on this teaser, you two? Abada. Yes, absolutely. Yes, some very high profile ones. A lot of Celtic players have done this recently. Uh, so it's it's uh, players that have scored a league double against Rangers in the, la- uh, the last 10 to do it. So Marco Hara, Kyogo, very recent. Abada and Hatati, fairly recent Steve as well. May? No. It's a bit harder from here. Mm, yeah. Still, mm-hmm. still, you know, one N- or two. Nibbly. No, still one or two obvious ones. Going back a couple of seasons, maybe. Mm. Give you some thinking time. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy, Simon Donnelly are here in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard I'm going to give you a bit of a breather on the full-time teaser I'm giving you a break mm. here um, I'm going to just make it the last eight I think the last ten, I'm looking at a couple of these names No tough. chance uh, With clues you would, but a bit tough So let's call it the last eight Would Roger Hanna get them? Oh, absolutely, get the last 43. <laughs> but um, if anyone's playing at home, you can mm. feel free to try and knock off the last 10. But mm. let's change it to the last eight mm. players who've got a double in the league against Rangers. You've got Marco Hara, Kyogo, Abada, Hatati. So that's four. Edward. Yes, Edward. Well done, that's five. Mm. So let's let's call it three to go. Well, I give you the two that were really tough in the last 10. Yeah. Jamie on. Walker. Hearts. All right, mm-hmm. and Robbie Muirhead did it for right. Hearts Robbie in the sixteen seventeen season. I was going to say that sixteen seventeen so season, seven years ago. What you got three to get really? Okay, in Any more, more recent times, <laughs> bit more recently, yeah. Anything doing? No, no I think we're going to absolutely need not teams. Okay, I would. Um, a very interesting question Because there's got to be only one way of answering this Paul yeah. Patterson says How does Jim think Clyde will do up at Peterhead on Saturday? Well I hope he, th- I hope he thinks they're going to do well Well that's that's one of those questions When if somebody asks you, you You think well what could I say? Yeah well obviously you're going to go up there And feel as if you want to expect to win That's a the game same as it? Yeah, yeah it's a big game You know what I mean And it'll be an early game for both teams There's absolutely no doubt about it um, We've both been kind of isolated at the bottom For the whole season really um, so we've got to a situation where you got there and you've just got to be competitive. As both teams, I say, they'll be equally competitive, and, and you'll come down to a wee bit of maybe who, who holds a nerve on the day. And Peterhead picked up a little bit. Is that what I've detected? Yeah, yeah a little bit. You know, obviously um, David Robertson um, unfortunately lost his job a few weeks ago. Um, but they, you know, f- fun of both of us beat Edinburgh. Um, Peterhead beat Edinburgh a couple of weeks ago, and we beat Edinburgh last week. So that that kind of. You know, even things back up again. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an edgy game. But you know, we got there. And, you know, we're, we're we're playing a wee bit better in recent weeks, and hopefully we can continue that and go there and get a positive result. Yes, big games in the SWPL tonight actually as well. Glasgow City Rangers. That's huge uh, at the top. Remember they're in their mm-hmm. post split fixtures as well, all playing each other twice. I think the five point lead for Glasgow City uh, at the top there. You can see Stephen Roy's giving this teaser a good kicking. Let's hear a bit from. The interim manager of St Johnson, Stephen McLean, Emmanuel Noel, of course, scored many goals for St Johnson. Had a spell at Heart, didn't he? Later on, did they got a double against Rangers. He, he did not. Do you know he used to score against Motherwell all the time. So if that was your question, I seem to remember that. Uh, but let's hear from him. He said he wanted Callum Davidson's blessing uh, before taking on the role. Yeah, difficult. I mean, uh, when I spoke to Callum on Sunday. Uh, it was uh, it was sad. It was emotional, but uh, he said to me that he wanted me to stay and uh, take take the club forward. So 
it was a difficult decision, but uh, with Callum's blessing, I decided obviously to take interim charge. I spoke to the chairman and uh, he wanted me to take over uh, for the foreseeable future or for whatever, uh, just to lead the team forward. So, uh, yeah, it was it was really difficult, but uh, I only done it with Callum's blessing. Uh, so all I'm thinking about is the Hibs game. Uh, whatever happens after that, I'll speak to the chairman after that. Or my full focus on is Hibs this weekend, and uh, that's what we, me and the players have done all week. Uh, so Steve McLean there um, will You have a season at St Johnston Simon That qualifies you as an expert mm-hmm. for us Yep What do you think It's been quite the time hasn't it Yeah And it's sad to see a guy Who will go down Arguably as St Johnson's yeah. best You know he won To win the Cups is Unbelievable There's a statue inside for him And then last season You know Tasted the other side of it You know Struggling at the bottom yeah. end of the table And just recent form You know But listen they can speculate, we don't know actually what happened in terms of did they both come to an agreement and decided he's, he's had enough there, we don't know. But listen, McLean's been there long enough as well as one of his, his coaching staff. He knows the club really well, uh, so we'll see what happens. But you've got a feel for guys with the, mm. when they lose their job. Yeah, well, I've seen it recently, I mean, because Stuart Kettlewell came in and was doing the development side at Motherwell, and yeah. it's obviously done well. Chris Doolan, uh, yep. Patrick mm-hmm. Thistle. Was doing a similar sort of role, and when he McCall lost his job, Stephen and well. Stephen Naismith had just inherited the the, the interim job at uh, Hearts. Obviously, Barry Robson, Barry Robson was a similar yeah. sort of thing, and now Stephen McLean. So, you know, sometimes I think at this stage of the season, you know, that the, the, there was a bit of continuity. But I do feel it was. I mean, I know. Listen, we can look at a lot of managers, and I think I'm always in the managers camp because I know how difficult the job is. But I do think Callum Davison, if if it was by the board. Yeah. he had to leave yeah. and it was mutual I think that is incredibly harsh for yeah. what he's achieved at the club uh, well funnily enough we were just on the theme just before the break about fans and mm. stadiums that sort of thing and I mentioned St Mirren sold out for mm. the visit of Kilmarnock as they try and clinch a top six spot that's certainly in, well in their hands they're, they're sort of favourites to do it if you like uh, sorry if that makes you fear the worst St Mirren fans but let's hear from Keith Lasley of course now in a senior position at the club delighted uh, for that response this weekend People of Paisley have come out in their numbers and backed us uh, all the way and I think that's been reflected in our, our results and our performances here at home you know to see the, the fans come out in, in that number and support the team is, is so pleasing it should be a fantastic occasion it's going to be a, a big game you know ourselves obviously pushing for that first top six finish in this league format and um, you know be a really big moment for us as a club you know, hopefully that big support behind us, uh, you can roll the boys on and and get us over the line to finish in that top six would really, you know, help us. You know, it's, it's well documented financially. It would obviously be more beneficial to the club and then, you know, the subsequent fixtures in the, in the top six would be very exciting and, and, you know, who knows where that would lead. That's part of my task is, is to try and grow the football club. But it's down to us. You know, if we can finish that off this season and really push on into next with a successful end to this season, then, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we can continue to build and grow. It should be some occasion, that. Yeah, um, it certainly be, um, you know, nervy again, you know, but it's a, a good nerve because of the progression that uh, St Martin have made and they're in good form. I actually think it'll be a, a much tougher match than perhaps um, one or two mm-hmm. expect because I think Comarnock on the back of, you know, the, the, you know, that comprehensive defeat to Celtic. I think they're, they're really <coughs> fighting for their lives and Derek uh, needs a big performance from, from his team. So I think it'll be quite an edgy game. I, I think it could end up a draw. That will be good enough for, for St Martin to be in the top six. Um, the other big game is obviously Dundee United at home to Livingston. 
And again, Livingston just missed out last year. Had done really, really well, uh, you know, for the majority of this season. Had that little dip for about a five, six-week spell. Um, but then the United, as Simon mentioned earlier on, six points out of six, even, you know, fantastic. And, um, you know, with a bit of momentum. So I think that Mum will definitely be in the top six and deservedly so. But I think it could end up um, being le- level in yeah. points and, uh, with the command at the beginning. Yeah, I mean... Simon, we're about five days away from having a whinge probably Because there will be a fixture anomaly after the, the split Because yeah. there always is Somebody has to go to a stadium an extra time yeah. do, do you, Are you of the mind to sort of take the rough with the smooth with that stuff When you see what this weekend means to Livy Means to St Mirren um, To be fair, St Mirren could still finish you know, third or whatever But yeah. you know, it, it might be it might be the, thing, the only thing you've kind of got to aim for It gives you a real sense of occasion this weekend it does the, the, the games I'm maybe Disagreeing with Jim a little bit I think they'll be both home wins I think St Mirren Show that they, they've got a goal, form, a, goal in them, yeah. a goal in them And a, a fear for Comala You've probably got to give Derek McInnes credit At 4-0 to change that Because mm-hmm. that was going on 10 yeah, mm-hmm. uh, So that's a positive That they'll take out that But I just worry for Comala uh, Can I actually apologise to the St Mirren Because I took credit for Kyogo I tipped St Mirren to Oh, I never admit that stuff Because I'll dig you out in a couple of weeks When, so I, get I, the, when I get the sheets back out had a fantastic season They really have um, Oh there's a few shouts in there That you and your fellow pundits Will not want to see Let me mm, tell you right. Oh some of them are marvellous <laughs> um, And Jim Duffy's been stung with this stuff Before yeah, on this show So as I like to bring up someone, every time Someone asks you You know your views Particularly at the start of the season When you've not got a clue And then at exactly. the end of the season You probably even get less of a clue <laughs> Exactly But you still You still get asked the questions So listen we put our heads On the chopping block uh, A lot of people say after the event Oh I was going to do that But it's, it's, it's after it's been done We do it before it And do you know what I need to dish out an apology of my own Because mm. it was Mikey Burns Who sent tonight's full time teaser And I called him something else earlier I think uh, So it was Mikey who sent it into full time At Clyde1.com So that's your task for tonight For the next couple of weeks Come up with a question mm. Email it to that address And I'll try and catch the pundits out With your question in the near future So Mikey wanted you to name uh, and we we chopped it a bit for you. The last eight mm-hmm. players to score a league double against Rangers. So you've got some very recent ones in Marco Hara and Kyogo. You're not going back that far for Abada and Hatati. You've given me Edward as well. Needless to say, the rest are a bit trickier. I still feel there's one more obvious one. Yeah, I think uh, we we had a wee chat. We didn't know if it was quite up to up to date, but uh, a wee while ago, Chris Boyd. Yes. Um, he absolutely did for Kelly in the seventeen eighteen season. Right, okay, so now, now I'm stuck. Yeah, so, me too. So two more from that that era. One more from that season and uh, one from the the season more recently. Yeah, going to give us the right. There's an the Aberdeen one in there. Remember, there was a time when that Rangers Aberdeen. and Aberdeen were really going head to head a lot, and there's some brilliant fixtures and. Uh, Morelos and McKenna were battling really? it out, and there was a lot. No, no Adam, but that, No, 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 no. So before no, that, um, so in between those two, in between <laughs> those two. Let me think. Um, Pot, Pollock. Nope, nope. So out and out striker, target man. Uh, Sam Cosgrove. Sam Cosgrove. Well done. Well done. And the last one, it's the game you're going to want. Not saying it'll make it that much easier. Remember the five all. Hibs. Hibs Remember yeah, the last when, game of the season uh, Easter Road done the plane thing Yes um, Who got a double for Hibs oh, Tricky God, fine, That is tricky um, I think Hibs 
No, I can't. I think he went. Was... I think he went to the World Cup with Australia this year. Martin Boyle. Boyle. No. no. Um, and it wasn't oh, Jason Cummings uh, either. It wasn't him either. No. Just say they say Cummings. Shares his name with a Formula One car. That's of it's any use no, no help at all No yeah. Well it's not Mr Ferrari ah, yes, Mr Mercedes There is no Mr Red Bull In the Hibs team I, I, Jamie McLaren McLaren Oh never Thank get that one you. Jamie McLaren Never get that Jim and Simon We're back tomorrow 6 o'clock Gordon Yell and Mark Wilson Thanks for listening Callum Gallagher Is up next <laughs>